All right, so here we are post game in a parking lot at Cedar Crest. We were planning on doing this on the stadium. The band got to perform, so we moved elsewhere to just post game stuff. From the Cedar Crest band, there's also and so there's a lot of stuff going on here in Lebanon to the 13th episode of the Bulldog Hour is easy, and we're location broadly getting to do this once we've got it collected and moved. Uh, we are in a parking lot under Justin's tailgate. So we'll see how it goes, but we have a little bit to talk about. Thankfully, we're getting to talk about a Wilson victory. Yeah, um, it took a while. Uh, one of the guys near me during the game was like, when the football game and a track meet broke out, but uh, it wasn't a real quick night. And then uh, we hit, it's not hot, but it's warmer than it has been. Cramping well, became see. an issue. Again, it's 10.08. It's still 70 degrees outside. Right. So. Right. so. Warm, humid, there was some but uh, Wilson got the W, and that's Absolutely. all that matters in the end. It was 49-24, to 24, and most of the Cedarcrest points came after a Wilson mistake. Yeah. Whether it was a blown coverage or a fumble, a turnover, um, Cedarcrest had a tough time going when Wilson pinned them deep. They, they couldn't get much more. Going especially so, like you mentioned, um, for sure, Wilson was able to find. And that difference in the game. Also, there were a number of procedure crests would make a play. Would make a big play and take in. The Falcons certainly couldn't get momentum. There were only maybe a few minutes in terms of real time where it felt like Cedar Crest would have momentum and then Wilson would grab back with usually a big play by Jones or. Yeah, this was a, certainly a wacky game because, honestly, I never really felt that it was in depth for Wilson. No. But it also, they just could put Cedar Crest away to make it a resounding victory like the last two weeks against Manor and McCaskey. Right. Now, without some of those mistakes, all the field balls fumbles today. Right. And three of them in the first half of the first quarter. Right. So, so like, a slow start. Right. Slow now, start. they had some mistakes. They couldn't, like, Cedar Crest couldn't seem to catch the... Uh, There are some issues we recovered off of a kick, not like when the kick turned, the guy just like never was able to like pick it up. So it was just it was an interesting interesting night, but Wilson was able to do enough and way more than enough and come out victory, which hey. That was, that's the goal. Yes, 49 to 24. I apologize if there's some, some stream issues. We unfortunately don't have cell connectivity either. Uh, but, and um, 
Wilson 17 first down, Cedar Crest 10, net yard rushing, Wilson 375, to Cedar Crest 119. So it was a very um, ground-heavy game, a combined between the two teams, 66 rushing attempts. Um, not a lot of passing to go around, uh, but each team was able to score through the air as well. Um, Brad Hoffman connected with DJ Flight for their uh, for Wilson's touchdown. Um, time of possession was, was pretty even, um, but again, you mentioned the, the early uh, issues with the fumbles was the big the big problem for Wilson. Yeah, we'd be remiss if we don't break the big plays by Cam Jones. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, another punch run for a touchdown. Which ties in for the Wilson season single of four, which was set by Jimmy in 2012. Right. And, and was, is that maybe three last two weeks? Did he have two? No, he no, had a bunch of close. Yeah, yeah, he had down where he went out he of the had six. one called back for a penalty. And really, there were two penalties on it. So, like, a couple of shots to get called back. Uh, but he also had a kick return for a touchdown. Right, and that and, was his second this season. And a, a rushing touchdown. Yeah, so, so he, had, he had that trick tonight. Punt return, kick return, rushing. Uh, if he could have had a receiving one, that would have been an interesting one for the Wilson record book. Um, how he often. had a catch across the middle. Now, he was a long way from the end, but... Whenever he gets the ball in his hands, you never know exactly what's going to happen. Where he may end up in the end game. So we mentioned um, a lot of rushing yards combined in the game. Uh, the teams combined for nearly uh, 500 rushing yards. Wilson had 375. Most of them actually came from the world quarterback, Brad Hoffman, carried 14 times for 195 yards and two touchdowns, which win a 60-yard score. And then uh, that type of the pylon kind of yeah that's cool he, he, yeah he uh, put in, uh, he emphasized the last one with a, a nitty dive um, was that in the fourth quarter beginning so. of the fourth yeah. quarter uh, Jaden Jones carried 23 times for 167 yards excuse 162 yards uh, and then Cam also had two carries for 14 yards a score team back to back I love that play too they went like heavy wildcat kind of formation two plays in a row they could away for him and he, he didn't have anyone. Yeah, looking over the, uh, the statistics, um, like, like we mentioned at the top, unfortunately, Aiden Richards was injured for Cedar Crest in the second half, but he carried 13 times for 101 yards and a touchdown, and man, was he a yeah, He's a stud, and we heard that from Coach Doms before the game, uh, all week, really. Um, you know, he, he's been saying the 24, and because of the 23, it yeah. was shredded. It was like the whole, it was like ripped in half. Um, he had to change into 42, but... Um, Injured was all over the place on offense and defense. He scored a deep touchdown again. I think the sixth straight week, right? He scored yeah. a pick six. Yep. Was right. Maybe the winner the, last week. I don't, know, right. I don't right. know if that was the, the order of their scores last week. He um, he scored offensive uh, touchdown today, um, and he also had some really nice long runs. He's he's a coach Tom's. Uh, he may be one of the best, if not the best. Best records you would see, like that he's seen this season, um, and like four athletes, you know, like. But yeah, he he flies around. So hopefully, um, you know, he is able to get back and uh, get back on the field for them. I think they uh, have Ted Manor and McKesty as their last two games. So um, hopefully, Aiden Richards can get healthy for them and they can uh, you know get back on the field those last two games. Yeah, just trying to look over the stats, if anything else jumps out. 
Um, but I uh, got to see uh, Ben Rada continue to improve on kickoff, yeah. and also he got the punt yeah, night. Yeah, it yeah, was really one punt, but both punts were nice. Like, yeah, the punt right, twice. Yeah, the punt twice. Both yeah. punts were very nice, and I think even with penalty, I don't think it, I think it ended up being one yard difference. So it went, only went 37 yards, but it was inside the 20. Right, I think so it was down to the 50. He did, so. uh, he did exactly what he needed to do. Um, Brad did punt the times, um, totaling 76 yards, and two of his went down inside the 20 as well. So a little bit of special teams and field position uh, throughout the night as well. But special teams really stole the show um, yeah. all, all night long with, uh, with the return, the kick return, kickoff fumble recovery. So, yeah, the, that facet of the game was really clicking, clicking this evening. Um, we wanted to, to be able to talk to a few of the players, but because we were fooling around, leaving here at the end, we didn't grab anyone before they uh, head to the locker room. We are hoping to talk with um, defensive coordinator Ernie Wolver. Well, we haven't caught up with him in a while, but one of the players that we wanted to grab was the cornerback, or excuse me, cornerback Jackson. Oh, yeah. It's made so a huge play at the did. beginning of the third quarter. We talking about momentum, right? Wilson was up. Or was that second quarter? I think it was the second, second quarter. quarter. Yeah, so second quarter. Uh, and Wilson's up, but yes, um, here's here's the field Aiden board. Richards. I think it was Aiden Richards. It might be someone else, but I think Aiden Richards across the field catches him, takes him down at the eight yard line, and then so it's first and goal eight. It'll be fourth and goal from the nine. I was gonna say I think Wilson took him back. first down, and then nothing on the next two plays, um, and pulled him to a field goal. And we, you said like heck of a play. This before all that, he said heck of a play by Eric Jackson. And at the end of that, I was able to send you a message. Like, that was a four-point hustle play. Yeah. It was a huge play. play. Eric Jackson. And one of those moments where he gets a huge momentum from a huge from taking down inside the tent. And then Wilson kind of stole momentum back, even though they scored three, right. by holding them to the goal instead of uh, giving up the touchdown. So it's a hustle play that they were giving up. Like, obviously, we like to see not him. We would like to see him not spring free at all. Spring free up the middle, but like, the cornerback on the opposite side to hook off and chase him down and uh, yeah, one of the field. one of the better defensive plays um, that that's something you can add to the highlight zone because, like you said, potentially you're the way holding over, but even holding it to four right. point four swing. point four point hustle play, which is and it was twenty eight to seven at the time, so that could have cut the the lead in half. It could have ended up being eight fourteen. So. Uh, Huge play right, there with, at with the end of the second half. So it's right. like 28 and, and them getting the ball at 28 10, and they're getting the ball. Well, and they moved right down the field to start the second half. Right. Well, that's huge. So that's huge. it was a, a huge, huge play. Right. Um, I mean, we talked about it a lot. Yeah, the three possessions. Um, after the, the, the Wilson lead was cut to 28 17, Cameron Jones got his hands on the next kickoff and, and took it like 90 yards. Kick and it went like inside the 10, pinned up against the sideline, and he just took it and off and went. Well, and you being up on the press box, you're up there. You're you know, yeah. you're all on the uh, the other team's sideline um, uh, on on the road games, and you get to listen to the to the crowd and opposing coaches, and uh, they're offering you some draft picks to yeah. uh, to yeah. take Camdones. Yeah. yeah, someone someone um, that was standing near me offered offered me a few first round picks for Cam Jones. Um, I I politely declined. <laughs> um, he asked me if he was a senior. I, informed him he is not he is not um but he's like man it, you know and it was, it was funny we heard some uh some of the jones family you know 
Thunder and Lightning, you know, yeah. and that was kind of reflected in last night. Jaden had some hard runs, which was funny because he, he can get out there and can run away from the best of them, but he also was getting there and lowering his shoulders and running over guys tonight. Yeah, he still managed to average seven yards to carry again with 162 yeah. net yards. Heck of, heck of a Thunder. Um, like he earned that one. He was earning them. Yeah, he got in. He got in from one score. Um, so, yeah. Cameron Jones, the Lightning, Jane Jones, the Thunder, which I think last time we heard that for running backs, at least was made popular by the Giants in the early 2000s, but I think it's T.E. Barb and Ron Dane. So, I don't know, there's not too much else for us to add here. We're out of our element doing this live on the road instead of at home in the studio. So, we don't have a lot of access to um, the things that we normally would do. Um, obviously, I think our part of the game has to be Cam Jones. Uh, I, I feel like you can't go any other way. I mean, obviously, brother Jaden had a great game. Um, Brad, with his feet tonight, uh, he was making moves all night long. Um, you know, there's always a handful of guys that be up for that. But with what Cam was able to do tonight, we didn't even mention that one of his runs. Did we mention I, I that one touchdown? So um, he just he had one heck of a game. It's funny because the same person who offered me the draft also told me, like, early game after the punt return for a touchdown, he, he had said he's like um, – I heard that he's going to try and keep it away from the one. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's tough to you. Right, uh, it was. And it wasn't like they were running directly to him. No, like, they, were, they were They were. low or they were bouncing. They were it to him either. Like, they were and, like I said, up into the sideline. By the coaching staff, the general staff, the general staff, the up. Just bad things can happen. One event tonight, one of the punt returns. There wasn't a turnover, went out of the to the, of the sideline. Um, yeah, it can be, but what I'm going to do once he has the ball, I immediately was sending up the updates and made sure let uh, Paul Roberts know that uh, Cam had gotten his hands on one. And before I even finished sending him a message, uh, he had the other one called. And then, of course, the kickoff return later. So, yes, absolutely excellent game for Cam. So, he'll be our player of game once again this season. Um, not not his first time. It probably won't be his last time. And uh, two regular season games, no hope. A good chance of setting Wilson single season records for total return yards, punt return yards, um, return touchdowns, and maybe total return touchdowns overall with now having two on kickoffs. Um, but, again, uh, what, 49-24 final here in Lebanon with over Cedar Crest. Bulldogs improved to 3-0 in the section and will now get to the Landisville next week take on Hempfield. And they had a bit of a shocking... I mean, I, I wasn't expecting what I was told. I was expecting, but like... But the way the season's been going, it's not going to be that surprise. It's perfect. Uh, Hempfield, Hempfield beat Nine Township tonight. Yeah, 17-14, and it's in Neffsville. So Hempfield went on the road, a huge rivalry game. After, after kind of getting their hearts broken last week, you know, yeah. like Cedarcrest, Hempfield. Yeah, they, they go, go on the road and do the same thing. Right. So. But, I mean, we've been talking about almost all season now. I feel like every week we say how how crazy this year is, and it really is for grabs any given Friday night. You could see or something crazy, and once again, it's happened. Hempfield beats Township at Township, 17-14. Um, I believe Wilson is now the only team that does not have any section losses right. with two weeks play. Right, with two weeks play, so, but that, those two weeks are Hempfield and, and right. down two, so. two, two big games right. uh, left. Two games. Or, in front of them. I know 
crazy week, but we were saying weeks ago. We were saying this weeks ago when we were sitting there with not the record they wanted, you know. Right, yeah. Sitting and at two three and everyone's disappointing, you know. Some people, not not us, but I feel like some people, guys following, you know, kind of thing. First, it was a really tough non-league schedule. Right. And we'll do our best. And next thing you know, we'll do some better. Five and three. Uh, well, obviously, the win now guarantees them continuation of non, the non-losing season most um, you know, I highly doubt if they would lose their next games, they would make the playoff and then drop below that 100 mark. I, I think I've gone on the record on this show to say they have to win out to even make. Right. And, uh, I know crazy that's, things happen. You know, I know we're going to stay on top of that as one, but um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on those things for everybody. We want to, like we talked about it with Nukaski, Rolling tonight, started early, but didn't really get going. You know, maybe some people in that game. I wonder that has been over the last, you know, five or so. Hempel is led by Cam Harbaugh, a quarterback. Yeah. A, a dual threat guy, uh, very good in that position. Um, obviously, we know George Hager, familiar with the Wilson Sidham. He's now in his second year okay. with the Blackness. So we will see um, uh, who else they uh, so they're going to throw at us. Yeah, some of the other key returners. This is according to Jeff Ryan from his season preview. Um, Wide receiver, def- defensive back, on Hager. Outside linebacker, linebacker, Caleb Elslager. Um, offensive lineman, Lucas Miller. And your linebacker, winning streak in action on an Alex Swiper rush touchdown who 
now a volunteer in the coaching staff. He helped, I believe, set a new LL record consecutive section victories with that win in Andesville now six years ago. Uh, I remember that one. It ended up being one of the features on my um, decade report. What do you mean a big, big second? Yeah, yeah, to basically end the game, to seal the game. But mentioned at the beginning, you know, I was at the, the last game that the, the secretary came to an end for Van Nuys Central. Um, could it happen tonight? And, right. you know, I got to have some fun with that after right. the game. And those tweets are still up, and I have them embedded on the uh, the decade recap that I did. That was one of the games that made the 10 games of the 2010. So, um, yep, all good stuff, all fun things. Um, but, yeah, hemp. After, after last week, I just that, that result was a shock. It really was. They they could have easily. Um, I don't want to say this because like I don't I don't know that close, but like that's a game where they could easily like look around and that could be one more turns into two. Yeah, you know, you're, you're going to Manheim Township. You just like we just lost the Cedar Crest. But that is not a rivalry game. Yeah, yeah they they a huge rivalry. Well, and you know what? They got their confidence back to play that one. So now. Yeah. They won maybe their biggest road game in a long time. I, I have, I'm not an expert on Henfield. Right, but yeah, like, I know. That's probably their best road win in a, in a while. And now all of a sudden, you know, they've got some coming to town. Like, and it, I, I don't know their schedule. Their season's back on track. It could, yeah. be, it could be their last. It could be their last home game. It could be C night. They could have a chance to beat Wilson and take the, take the section. Henfield beat like Wilson this week. They know that they are essentially. Basically, guaranteed a shared section title. Yeah. Because they know the last week Wilson and Township have to play. So, one of us, Wilson or Township, will have two losses. So, Hempfield beats Wilson next week. They lock up a shared section title as long as they don't have a hiccup in the last week. But their last week opponent is going to be Ken Manor or McCaskey. Right. Um, Hempfield's better than them. I'm glad out. I think we can say that. I think the game, now that we're not around many Cedar Crest people, I think we'd say the last week's game against Hempfield was a little bit of a, a mirage. Yeah, uh, I think Black Knights probably looked oh, but, look ahead right, to but, Township Wilson. Right, but you back. saw it. Like, this Cedar Crest team was, was good enough where if you... In a, if you're in a battle, that's not a team you want to be in a close battle with. You can't let them hang around. No. You can't let them hang around. It's like I kept thinking in the game when Cedar Crest would cut it to two scores, like, let's get this... Yeah, let's get. You know, yeah, like you never comfortable know what would happen. Comfortable. It's like they would kick off and we would run back for a touchdown. You, you never know what's going to happen. Let's get this back to two scores. And thanks, Cam. A couple times we did that. Yeah. So, so uh, it's going to be. Uh, they, I mean, they got to stay focused. I, I think that was the one big thing. The one important takeaway tonight was slow start, turnovers, and penalties. Yeah. Now the penalty thing, part of it was obviously. Their mistakes. We saw we saw holds on the punt return. We saw false starts, and they the, the coaching staff made players. If they made a mistake, they were taken out of the game for you know that series. Usually, uh, there's going to be some accountability, and they start to show that. But as the game went on, honestly, I don't know what was happening with uh, with all the with all the flags. Like they weren't they weren't they were no longer the false start illegal procedures. They were constantly. Holds and then really, I thought egregious uh, 
uh, personal foul call that should have at least been offsetting, right. if not instigated by Cedarcrest. Right. Uh, so it's just, um, it, I, I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to say, oh, you said it to me before we started, I've been trying to find 13. Yeah. Um, yeah, 11 penalties for 150 yards, just four for 20 for Cedarcrest. Right. Obviously, and a couple of those came right away. They had some right. ball starts right away. That's right, they did. So for the majority of the game, side of the first half of the first quarter, Cedar Crest was not penalized. Right. Um, and I know the staff was unhappy about it. They were also unhappy on the Cedar Crest long passing touchdown because the Cedar Crest receiver was out of bounds. The refs admitted he was out of bounds, but you're allowed to go out of bounds if you were forced back out, but you have to come back in within either a certain number of steps or yardage. You have to make an effort to get back in. I believe our coaches are saying it took him way too long get back in bounds. Right. Yeah. So, and the guy on that side was a stickler for like details, so I don't know how that worked out by but I, I, yeah, I don't know exactly what uh it what that was about. But they were able to overcome it but they need to get up because Hemfield's gonna be ready. That's the thing. They were able to overcome it this time right. against this opponent or able to do that the next two weeks. And it's going to be no. Right. So they need to come out with a fast start, a hot start keep up the momentum and then cut out the mistakes, the, the, the penalties. Yep. And then, again, you know, a few weeks earlier in the season, the first five weeks, two or three times, we were worried about interceptions or failure to convert on fourth down in the red zone, which to a fumble turnover tonight were hit not inside the 20, inside the 30. Yeah. So right there, you had they have chances to put this game away early right. and make it out of hand, maybe even merciful, but they let Cedar Crest hang around, and Cedar Crest is good enough to make you pay, especially with eight injuries on the field. Exactly. And they were able to do that. Uh, but that's the next two weeks, and Billy Man and Country are too good. You cannot start low and continue to shoot yourself in the foot with terminal penalties. So right. they need a great week of practice. They need to be focused. Because, uh, like you said, the only thing off the table since we too with beating Mifflin. All right. your other it's opportunities still are still it's out there. You are undefeated in section play. You control your destiny. You win out. You now alone champions of the Lancaster Legend. You did that before, and it's no different now, even with completing Township. It just means now you most likely won't have a two-way tie. Right. Because Hempfield lost to Cedar for last week. But don't worry about it. Like, no one, I mean, the team didn't celebrate their co-championship in 2018 when they shared Township in Warwick. You can't find any information on know that there was any kind of celebration done uh, for a co-championship because that's not what they want. They want their own championship. And if they're going to do that, they need to beat Hempfield in Landisville next week. So uh, we've been here for about half an hour. We're going to wrap it up. I do want to see if I can put up our uh, sponsors. So I'm going to leave the mic on, but turn us off here. Hopefully you can still hear us and um, go through sponsorships if this works. Sorry, first time using this. There, oh, no, it's gone. There we go. Okay. Plug hours. Bye.
Um, we're going to have a normal show next week because this setup is not ideal. Most of the activity issue um, with Cleveland Stadium, we didn't grab the coaches and players, was a disappointment. Um, but we're going to have a regular live show back in the studio Monday, October 24th at 8.30. Um, so this is the 13th episode of seventh season, recapping Crest and previewing Hempfield. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we're, we're done with the technical issues and we can wrap up things here. So, Justin, any final thoughts before here? No, just that, you know, there's plenty to work on. I'm glad they got the win. Time to, uh, you know, relax tonight, this up, and then uh, start getting ready for him because I can match a full four. Yeah, maybe it might no. be sore, but I don't believe anyone left with it. Ready for all. We want to finish strong with two weeks left, control their own destiny, margin for error, but uh, just ready to, to take care of it. So, uh, with that said, I think that's it. Sorry that uh, wasn't as ideal as we had hoped it was going to be. We're going to have a lot of fun on the field, under the lights, the coaches and players, uh, but it didn't work out that way. So, maybe if we get to do this again, it will. But um, I think that's it. So, for Justin Wrap Up, I'm Amaze. Until next time, remember, go Bulldogs.